Warning. The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com. I'm your host Jimmy T and Happy New Year to everybody out there listening or watching us right now live via Twitter, Facebook, wherever. But my co-host right here on Rampage Uncaged, he is the Dollar King, he is Sexy Tom Kevin Panetta and a HMG discussion group OG. Welcome back to Uncaged, bro. Wu Tang Cav ain't nothing to mess with. Wu Tang Cav ain't yeah. nothing to mess with. <laughs> True. PCKP, I love it. <laughs> What's cracking, man? Uh, not much. Uh, 2023, man. Ready to kill this year? Ready to destroy it? Ready to lay the slap down on this? Oh, man. The years are flying, bro. I can't believe it. Yeah, you're 24 now, right? Oh, yeah, man. What are you talking about? I'm 21, man. 21. Yeah. I know, man. You know what's scary? I remember those years like it was yesterday, bro. I have that Benjamin Button disease. I age backwards, so <laughs> get down each Hell, year. Hey, you are. Hey, they don't call you sexy time for no reason, bro. <laughs> wow, man. Well, what can I say, man? It's We had Rampage this past week, and... I don't know, man. It was a pretty bad show, to be honest with you, Kev. What'd you think, man? At least we got to see Jade Cargill. <laughs> True, but I've got a gripe to pick about that match, but we'll get to that when we do. But we do start off with an AEW All-Atlantic Championship match between Orange Cassidy, your champion, versus his best friend, Trent Beretta. But before I get into that... Rampage did open up with a memoriam graphic for Don West, who sadly passed away just a few days ago. I mean, yeah, man. Don West, if anyone doesn't remember or know Don West, he had fame from TNA. Yeah, and nobody he used to sell shit. Nobody should pass away at 59, so it's way too young, man. 
Damn, what was wrong with you, man? Like, was it a cancer of some sort? Or? I think it was cancer. Um, I can double check for you real quick. Yeah, man, because I know I think it was battling whatever it was for quite a while, man, a few years. Cancer, yeah. Really? Oh, lymphoma, lymphoma, brain Damn. cancer. Oh, that sucks, man. Well, our condolences from all of us here at channelattitude.com and HMG go out to Don West and his family. Because like you said, 59, it is very young to go. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, he made his fame in TNA and he was all right for a color commentator, man. And he used to, I mean, wasn't he on the shopping networks before I think TNA, so. if, if memory serves me right? I mean, I, didn't, I wasn't the best on the uh, shopping channel a lot, but I believe he was. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Funny enough, I've got an actual autograph card of Don West. Yeah, how'd you get that? And Mike Tanay. Oh, I bought years ago. I bought a packet of TNA trading cards, literally. And uh, yeah, I I got a I got Mike Tanay and Don West autograph card, double signature, in the oh. in the one packet that I actually bought. How funny! Yeah. yeah so you have it in a pack. You've like you know you got a plastic pack. Yeah, I've got it. I'm pretty sure it's right. Yeah, it's right here. There you go. For anyone that can see that. Yeah. How funny. Years ago, man, I got that. And uh, yeah, funny enough, I don't know if it's worth anything. Really, it's probably worth peanuts, really. But Well, if it's ever going to be worth anything, now would be the time, um, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess you're right, man. I wonder, man. I don't know. But uh, I've got a few autograph cards that I've gotten from back in the day. My most expensive one right now is probably an Edge Roy's War card from back in 99 it's a, a raw beauty autograph card that is, was it, worth, uh, is it a sorry? legit autograph or is it a printed autograph they're like real no, legit 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 autograph yeah right here for example i've got the christian one as well nice and uh yeah there's see the back it tells you that it's legit but it's upside down right oh the authentication and, thing yeah but it is legit and I've got the Christian card as well. I've got a few, man. I've got RVD. I even got, uh, speaking of TNA, remember, um, oh, what's it called? The, the Cowboys. No, no, no. Um, America's Most Wanted? Yes, America's Most Wanted. I even got their autograph cards too that I bought when I bought in a pack. For some reason, I bought about, over the years, I bought three different packets of TNA cards like at different years and each one had an autograph card in it odd dude you sure they're not just printed cards like uh, in America you no, never get a real printed, autograph one. they're not printed cards. you never get a real <laughs> autograph in America it's always printed what are you talking about look even this one see on the back it's got a see the, All the right. code sort of thing and it tells you it's official even if I've got even got Hogan um, signed and I've got Kurt Angle behind me signed. Yeah, I've got a few, man. All right. <laughs> There's actually quite a few, man. But yeah, well, why wouldn't they be legit? Even if they weren't, say, it actually says it is legit. I even got Roman Reigns autograph, um, 12. Off. I've got quite a few, man. Man, I've got my collecting that shit. Australia. <laughs> yeah. Well, they sell them everywhere here, man. There's specialty, like, wrestling stores down here where you can buy all just pro wrestling memorabilia. And funny enough, it's just around the corner from from where I am, so 
and I'm actually friends with the owner of the joint, and he brings in wrestlers all the time, which is weird to see him in the suburbs, if you know what I mean. Like all the way out here. Yeah, no, for sure. But anyway, let's get into Rampage, though, Kev. And like I was saying, it was an All-Atlantic Championship match between Orange Cassidy, a champion versus Tramperetta. And uh, I don't know, man. I was earning out of this match. But it was all right for what it was, man. I mean, I was surprised at how hard. But it makes them look... They just look like idiots in this match because later during the match, we get Kip Sabian, who... uh, Your favorite. Don't get me started, dude. Who's also on commentary. Oh, man. What the hell? Who brings out his own wife in Penelope Ford to fool Tremperetta in thinking Orange Cassidy... Like, to cause friction, basically, which is so cheesy. Like, who, who buys this shit? The, the fact that, that Trent would even buy this shit is just dumb. But anyway, Orange Cassidy ends up defeating Trent Beretta anyway to retain his All-Atlantic Championship. I'm glad he won. Um, he's actually had a pretty long, kind of longish reign, uh, title reign, surprisingly. Uh, sort of. I mean... What do you get, uh, a full year? Was it full gear? Or oh, maybe it feels short though. Still, to be fair, no pun intended. If you know what I mean. Well, he's had it longer than I thought he would. Maybe we'll let him have like a decent run with it. Yeah, maybe. But I just feel. Does that belt even do anything for anybody at this point? Honestly, no one knows what it is. Um, I guess it's their <laughs> European title. Um, I guess it's not even that. It's all Atlantic everything. I mean, seriously, and speaking about All-Atlantic everything, just quietly, Mandy Rose making a million dollars from her site, is that, do you think that's legit? I think that's legit, absolutely. I mean, that's amazing, dude. She just posted a uh, a picture, like a booty picture on Twitter while NXT was airing, just to like, rub it in their face. <laughs> do you think she's damaging herself from going back to WWE? No, absolutely not. not. I think she brought up her value. She's uh, more mainstream. Not that she's mainstream. She's more of a bigger name than she was ever in her career. And I don't know if this is late breaking news or not, but I've noticed on Twitter that, uh, and as we all know, Wrestle Kingdom, New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom is on tonight, night one. And, you know, all the speculations being about Sasha Banks and Trinity Fatu um, possibly appearing on Wrestle Kingdom. Bailey's going to be there too. Bailey, in support of her friends, she's there. Oh, so Bailey's at New Japan. Supposedly, that's what she said. She's going to be there in support of Sasha. That's what she posted to support her friend. That's what she said. So Sasha's definitely going to be on, man, one hundred percent. Yes. Now take this as with a grain of salt. She's being very cryptic, but she also just said on Twitter, "Thank you, WWE." She just tweeted out. Yep. So What's the meaning behind that? So thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Pretty much everyone. No, but what's behind it? Is it thank you, WWE, in letting in allowing her? While because people don't realize she's still under contract with WWE. So is she thanking WWE for allowing her to do this event, or is she thanking WWE for the years of service that she has done? I think she's thanking them for allowing them there. They're allowing Carl Anderson there too. Naomi wouldn't be there without jeopardizing the bloodline, without jeopardizing. Naomi too, right. You know, like, uh, they definitely got permission. Bailey has permission to be there. 
Which is yeah. interesting. I didn't know about Bailey also, which I wonder if she will make an actual appearance because this is shaping up to be a, I hate to say it, and call me a marked out all you want, but this is shaping to be a quite a special show in my opinion. And it's the first show ever in the young history of AEW where we've got an, a company that's managed to have both WWE contracted and AEW contracted wrestlers on the same show on uh, a different company. Outside it's, of Kenny, what other AEW guys are uh, wrestling tonight? Uh, good question. I don't actually have a clue. <laughs> I don't even know if there is. Oh, what's it called? Lance Archer, I'm sure, will be wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he's AEW contracted. I don't know the full lineup, but I should check it out, actually. As a matter of fact, I will okay. now while cool. looking at it. Because I do plan on watching it. I'm actually looking forward to it. Because we're also getting Kenny versus Will Ospreay for the United States. For the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. What's it on? Uh, Fight Fight Network? N- no, it's on New Japan World. It probably is on Fight TV as well. But New Japan yeah. World... Which you can get for nine ninety nine yen, not dollars, yen, <laughs> Japanese yen, which is true. It is nine ninety nine, and uh, yes, it's all in Japanese. And if you if you're not familiar with it, it's a little bit weird to navigate for at first, but you'll get used to it because the English is pretty broken as well on the site. But yeah, if you subscribe to New Japan World, which is equivalent to the WWE Network, you get practically all the events live. So, yeah. I'll, I'll catch the highlights on YouTube. Well, it'll be really late for you, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm not, I can't watch it tonight. I got to work tomorrow, unfortunately. I, I would actually watch it too, at least the matches I'm interested in. I think it's going to be a great card, dude. I think so too. They always put on good shows. They spawn their, their big shows. <laughs> but I hope, like, WWE allow Bailey to actually. Uh- I doubt they'll let her on TV, even in the crowd. Unless they're trying to, yeah, like, screws over, like, this is like a big, like, recruitment uh, thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, but here we go. I'm loading up the card now. Um, we've got Jay White versus Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega for the IWGP United States Championship in, in a co-main event spot. We also have... Well, I, I won't I won't read out all the Japanese ones because people probably don't give a shit, you know what I mean? But yeah. Anything of oh, we do have Dax and Cash. Oh, we also have, yes. We also have the IWGP World Tag Team Championships defended and that is between FTR Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler versus Bishamon in Hiroki Goto and Yoshihachi, which will be actually quite an interesting match in my opinion. Very big difference in, and clash of styles in my opinion who do you think is going to take that one uh, well it seems like uh, FTR are pretty much being losers in every company right now so it's only normal I think for them to also lose their IWGP championships their heavyweight championships that is and not just lose them but just be from everything to nothing not even the AEW World Tag Team Championships I think they're going to win it. I think they're going to uh, stick around I, I, uh, New Japan a little bit. A little bit. I think they're leaving AEW. Mm, interesting. The, the the way they're playing the game if they are leaving AEW is quite interesting because they're kind of taking pot shots in riddles, but not really. 
at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, he's playing, but for stuff they don't want. So I think he's pissing right. off right now. I think his heart's in the right spot. Uh, but he can't be happy with the booking. He can't be. No, no way. Also, though, we've also got the IWGP Women's Championship defended. Formerly Curry Sane versus Tam Nakano. Is Sasha going to get involved in this match? Is that why she's here? Or they, is that the, I don't uh, know. That's, that's an interesting question. I'm not sure. Um, anything? Oh, we've also got the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships defended in catch. 22 in Francesco Akira and TJP versus Chaos in Leo Rush and Yo. Nice. Yeah. We've also got an Antonio Noki memorial match and the King of Pro Wrestling 2023 qualifying match and a three minute exhibition between Rohi Oiwa versus uh, Bolton Oleg in a kickoff match. Who are they? I don't have a clue. We've also got... Uh, I really don't. Also, we've got never the Never Open Weight Championship defended by Carl Anderson versus his former Bullet Club mate in Tama Tanga, or is it Jimmy Chunga, as uh, Enzo likes to say. Um, yeah, there's your lineup. You think Tama Tonga's going to win? You think you're, you think Dodie will let uh, Carl Anderson lose? Yeah, yeah. You... Tamatanga surely wins, man. I, I can't see this being any further than just Wrestle Kingdom when it comes to Carl Anderson. But who knows? Weird things have happened. Yeah. I have a feeling Tonga's going to win too, but you could go either way. Hey, he's so cold though, Tonga, right now, man. Tama, Jimmy Chunga. Ever since he left fucking um, uh, the Bullet Club, he hasn't been the same, dude. Well, I think Impact killed them when they went to. They did a little couple of Impact matches. The Girls of Destiny. True. That's true. Uh, Facebook user says in the chat: Any chance of a New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door entry into the Royal Rumble, or is Nakamura and Mura a one-off? You think? Honestly, I really don't know. That's a good question. It's 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 hard to tell, man, because right now WWE is playing good sort of boy if you know what I mean like they seem like they're being cool with everybody but I don't buy it Kev I think there's going to be a surprise like a New Japan entrant in the Rumble it's going to be someone they want to sign they want to be shady and sign their contract's coming up sooner than later uh, but Muda and Nakamura was a one-off uh, Muda's definitely retired that's his last match oh, 100% but I am hearing rumors funny enough Kev that that possible New Japan oh, entry. Don't, don't tell me. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk away. I want to be surprised. I, I, the Royal Rumble is my favorite time of the year. Really? You don't want to know? I don't want to know. I'll be surprised. You say you can tell the people. But I don't want to hear. I'll come. I'll give it a hint. I'll give a hint. Kaze Nina Ray. Just think of that. That's the possibility. Kev, you can come back now. I didn't even say the name. I just gave a little okay. riddle. Dude, the Royal Rumble is like Christmas for me every year. Even if I like stop paying attention for wrestling for a couple of months, like I get back into it on the Rumble. I fucking freaking love it. Well, well, put it this way: if it is true, it would be pretty amazing to see that. Like, if that was to happen. But oh, if it was up to me, I'd love to see a Tetsuya Naito in in a Royal Rumble, only because that would be like awesome. And no, that's not a spoiler. 
I'm just saying, if it was up to me, I'd I'd love to see Anaito or Okada for that matter in the Royal Rumble. But no, not a New Japan guy, but I I asked Matt Cardona if he's going to be in the Rumble, and he said, "Don't get your hopes up." But he has to say that, though, right? No, I know that's the problem. You can't. You don't. The one thing, right? Never believe what a worker tells you, especially about when it comes to in the ring. So yeah, even if he is, he's not going to tell you, man. Yeah, I'm thinking he's going to be in it though. You think you really love fucking? He's awesome. Woo woo. He's awesome. He's much better now outside of WWE than he ever was in WWE. But man, it's hard to wipe that stain off. Dude, he's a totally different person. Yeah, but you still know him though. That's the problem, Kev. No, he's a different guy. No, he was a cartoon (laughs) character. Now he's a man. (laughs) Really? Yeah, he's awesome. God damn, dude! For real, eh? That's that's crazy, dude. That is that is so crazy. But because you said he's a man, you know what that means, right? (laughs) He's a man. (laughs) Yeah, the remix by me actually as a matter of fact but he is a man and everybody wants to be the man especially when it comes to AEW Kev I hope Nick Aldis is in it too I hope they sign Nick Aldis oh that he has to be in the Rumble dude yeah I think him and Mickey are going to be in it and I think Cordona and Chelsea Green are going to be in it well I don't know if you know this and this is what makes it interesting they've announced a star cast down my neck of the woods I think he yeah, heard that. Yeah, heard that. Right, and Nick Aldis, not only is Conrad Thompson, obviously the promoter, but so is uh, Nick Aldis and Mickey James, funny enough. I guess you're going to start, a, are they doing a podcast on his network? I don't have a clue, but they were saying they were going to do that in the middle of 2023, when it got announced a few weeks back. And... Um, but what does that mean for him in the Royal Rumble? That's the thing, and for him to be doing this. So, I don't know. It's weird. The WWE never was sold on him. Um, I don't get a why. I hope I'm, I just got to hope Triple H likes him more than Vince did. Bruce Pritchard is the one that wasn't a fan of him. Yeah, look. When he was Magnus in TNA back in the day, yeah, I mean, he was all right. Mm. But I was indifferent to him. I didn't really like like him or hate him. I just didn't care. Like, he comes literally. off like a star and a champion now. He comes off like a big deal. Now, yeah, he knows how, like, he found himself, man, as I was saying earlier. Yep. Like, he, he gets who he is, he knows who he is, and who he caters for. He's a throwback in many ways, and he's a real man's man, like the song says, man. <laughs> Legit, well, he is, like, honestly. Is he not a real man's man, which is hard to come by in today's landscape in professional wrestling? It's true, it's true. And it would only be right for him to be in WWE, and not only be in WWE, but taken seriously as well, man. Because you'd think he would be everything that WWE would love in a pro wrestler, man. Oh yeah, and you got to reignite that Cody feud eventually too. True, absolutely. Except they don't have an NWA championship to be feuding over. They're well, gonna have a world championship maybe with Cody. Yeah, but then doesn't that kill off Nick Aldis's heat straight off the bat if you do it like that? absolutely yeah absolutely that's the only thing I'm worried about man so we'll see we'll see what happens definitely interesting times ahead but you don't think he's got a chance of appearing in AEW he does he absolutely does I think he's been a little mad they didn't offer a contract already though 
Hmm. We'll see. Time will tell, and it shouldn't be too long. He does have a no-compete clause in his contract at the moment. Hmm. I feel bad for Corgan, man, but somehow he's still keeping NWA afloat. Yeah, I think that Tyrus move is hurting the company, like the legitimacy. Oh, it's killed, bro. I feel like it's killed him, like, even more. Yep, 100%. Like, and nothing against Tyrus, man. But It's like a gimmick, you know? You can't wipe the stain of, uh, call my mama. Somebody yeah. call my mama. <laughs> Somebody call my mama. <laughs> yeah. Fucking seriously, Funkadactyls, whatever the hell. Ah, oh, man. Anyway. He was at his best when he was uh, EC3's bodyguard. Yeah, if he wasn't portrayed as a joke straight off the bat, man, in WWE, he could have played, and he has played this role in TNA in the past, like, as that big bad bodyguard sort of in the background. And I think he was a bodyguard in real life, pre-pro wrestling, as a matter of fact, for celebrities. Remember when he was uh, Alberto Del Rio's bodyguard when he started? Was he? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, for a minute, right before they changed into the Funkasaurus. Somebody ended up calling his mama, dude. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> God damn it, man. Oh, well, it is what it is. Um, Facebook user also says Muda maybe gets a WWE Hall of Fame induction. That's a possibility. Very good chance. Uh, very good chance. Very, very good chance. Which also brings me back. That could also mean... Well, they did say New Japan, not Noah, correct? So possibly we do get a Noah running in the Royal Rumble, which would make total sense if they do wish to induct the great Muda in the WWE Hall of Fame, which I think he deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, man, even though he never wrestled in WWE. There's a lot of guys like Abdul the Butcher is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. hell yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, But the thing about Muda, he's the first and only Japanese professional wrestler to actually win the WCW World Championship. Was it recognized? Yeah, man. It, well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they, man? He I won the World a... Championship. Okay. I remember there's one reign somebody had they didn't recognize like a Japanese star because like, they just no. did it in Japan. I forget who it was though. Uh, maybe you're thinking of Jushin Thunder Liger winning um, not the World Championship, but but no, he defended like the Cruiserweight Championship. Now, it's definitely but, a world title that uh, somebody won in Japan, but they just did it for like the home crowd and didn't acknowledge it on TV. Oh, uh, I think they they used to have um, a WBF championship belt that was only defended, believe it or not, in New Japan Pro Wrestling back in the day. Okay. And I think it was the original light heavyweight championship, as a matter of fact, but it was called the WBF ah, light so heavyweight championship, only defended in New Japan Pro Wrestling, but it was a WB championship. Huh. What the hell? Is that strange or what? Yeah, it's peculiar. Very peculiar. Very peculiar, and that's it's funny. It goes to show you. I mean, WWE have, have worked with New Japan in the past on many occasions, like heaps, and not just New Japan, but all sorts of promotions in Japan. Jumanji's here now. <laughs> oh, we got Jumanji in the, his house. What's up, Juju? <laughs> He's an awesome cat, man. Shout Thanks. out to to Juju. <laughs> he keeps running up, running up on my legs. He hears your voice. <laughs> that's awesome Jealous, yeah. he's an awesome cat man but um, anyway yeah. let's get back to AEW though Kev because Orange Cassidy ends up defeating Champ Beretta to retain his All-Atlantic Championship and after the match 
Trent was clearly angry at how Cassidy won as Trent walked to the back without showing any sportsmanship to his friend as Sabian, or Sabian, sorry, gleefully danced to the ring past Cassidy. Big whoop. Anyway, you don't, can, uh, you don't think they'll actually break him up and have Trent go heel, could you? Like, that would ruin the best friend. They teased that two years ago, if you remember. And didn't he break off for a little bit and then they became best friends again? Uh, I think he was about to break off and he got, remember, he got hurt for a while. I think that injury. Yeah, uh, he used to. Ta- I could have sworn he used to tell Orange Cassidy to be all serious and stop fucking around, man. Yeah, then he comes back in a minivan, so. With his mom. Yeah, so they, you got to keep them together or else they lose all their, not all their marketability. That's a lot of their marketability, the three of them together. Unless they're going to get rid of Chucky and just keep Orange, too. You know, they didn't. Chucky, Chucky T, man. Them. Chucky T is just there, dude, now at this point. They had, momentum, they had momentum, too, when they were feuding with, like, uh, Pride and Powerful, you know? The parking lot. Pride and Powerful. God. Yeah. What a freaking name that is, man. Proud and Powerful, not Pride and Powerful, right? Oh, pride. It does. <laughs> yeah, they fly the rainbows in, right? <laughs> pride and powerful. <laughs> the genetic jackhammers. Nah. Sure. Nah, look, man. You know what? Speaking of them, do you buy all the rumors, man? I mean, do you think there's legit heat between Santana and Ortiz? Yes, only because Conan said so on the uh, right. show. I, I agree, too. But again, why would he come out publicly to say that though when he's close to both of them uh because he keeps him 100 man that's the name of the show you know especially touché, when he's that information. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there that's true uh anyway i don't know man you never know it these days anymore man but um but anyway um we get a clip after dynamite where tony Schiavone informed darby allen that he he was granted a tnt title shot against some old joe next week as Allen was eager to prove all the hometown haters wrong in Seattle, as Allen even shoved Sting to question the icon's belief in him to win the championship, Sting gave a pep talk that it doesn't matter what anyone thinks, as Allen should only care about his own confidence. Sting advised that Allen will need to dig deep inside to overcome a killer like Joe, as Sting closed by telling Allen to shut his mouth and win the belt back, as Allen nodded then exited alone what do you think of this segment it's very good it was, it was believable um made sense it's, uh, didn't he slap him as well i think Still. yeah 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 i mean not like to kill him but yeah it was it was a, little it was slap. a bit of a bitch slap you know what i mean it was like <laughs> yeah, his speech was made sense it really would pump you up a little bit too you know don't do it for me do it for you you know it, it was good it's good but let's be honest he didn't look confident a bit in darby allen winning <laughs> the TNT Championship even though let's be real he probably will win it yeah he probably will um, we've been talking about that a lot too that we don't get the booking how he got destroyed two weeks ago now he gets a title shot um, right. doesn't add up but and Darby is, LA is. is always entertaining it's going to be a good match definitely more competitive than the last one We're probably yeah, gonna but, but if like we are saying on on the skirmish on the PWC network, um, why like if they choose to go with Allen and it's more than likely that they will, what well, what's the point of building up this King of TV thing with Joe, which I'm actually liking, and I think he's pulling it off really well too, man. 
Well, it's like I said to you on the other show, like the TNT title historically is they, they pull the rug out from under you right when you're getting momentum. Mira, Which is bizarre. Andy, right. Every, everyone except for Cody, except when Harper or uh, Brody beat them. It's historically you, you get your wings cut off, your wings cut off like too quick. As soon as you're getting some momentum, as soon as you're starting to get like the crowd with you, as soon as you can get to the next level, they cut your legs off. <laughs> It's bizarre, man. It's straight up bizarre. Let's hope we're wrong, though, Kev, because I would I want a little longer run with Joe with both bouts, and I'm liking this King of Television sort of gimmick. Especially after destroying Wardlow, he's like on top of the world right now. It's as strong oh, as he's been. I'm glad you brought up him. I'm glad you brought up Wardlow. Let's talk about Wardlow actually a little bit. Where do you go from here with Wardlow, man? Because I feel like. The guy has absolutely got no momentum. He's lost everything. There's no heat. He's just done. His hair got cut. I mean, where do we go from here with Wardlow? Ever since MJF, he's just ice cold, man. And he's getting colder by the week. I don't know, man. It's He's directionless. Like, how the money have fallen. He was, like, the most over guy in the company outside of CM Punk, you know, for a little bit there. I have like casual friends that watch and they like they love Wardlow. They love the the symphony powerbomb symphony. No, like he's awesome. And uh, I'll just say this: Rollins does it better, though, man. Yeah, he does. Just saying, just saying. But <laughs> is, is Rollins legitimately hurt though? Is that uh? I don't know, hurt? dude. I'm not sure what to think about that, man. Like, I'm hearing there's reports saying he is. I don't want to report on it because I'd rather be right than being wrong so i I need to know more about it before i even say that it's legit or not because from apparently what the fans were saying in the building referees are throwing up the x and you know that's known in pro wrestling terms for legit injury but as we know they use that in kayfabe these days man so i don't know headed right at 11 o'clock too so that's why i didn't think it was legit you know it would happen a little earlier I mean, you could. I don't buy it, dude. I don't get that feeling that it's legit, man. Yeah, you know it. You know it, man. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know so. But going by the IWC, man, there's a lot of people out there that truly believe he's hurt, though. I think a lot of the IWC is rooting for it because he's getting really hot, and they they are their their team uh, AEW as much as they don't want to admit they're like they choose one or the other. They yell at the fans that are Team WWE, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Absolutely. But uh, it's a shame because he's really over right now, man. I'm even loving him too. His laugh is over, goddammit. I mean, what is it I hate about Seth Rollins? I know, like, certain people, even including the boss man himself here, channelattitude.com, in Vinny Roo, Vince Russo, um, you know, he thinks Seth Rollins is just nothing. He's boring. Do you agree? Absolutely not. I love Seth Rollins. Um I mean, I guess his his character changed for no reason. That's the only complaint I could possibly have. Like he just became this this Joker-esque character out of nowhere. But did he? Because he was delusional right before that character too, as the Messiah. I love the Messiah, but like uh, there was no catalyst for him to turn into the Joker instead of the Messiah. You know, just just randomly. Well, he snapped out. because he was kind of looking like when when he was first transitioning into this Joker slash Riddler. <laughs> character he was kind of losing his mind at first if you know what I mean and now 
he seems like he's running with it as a character. You could be right, but it needs to be a little more uh, in your face, a little more obvious. They didn't have that that one point where it's like that is when it happened. That's when the change occurred. You know, it didn't have that one snapping breaking point. You know, I mean, well, was... the Messiah did some crazy stuff. Like he took Malachi Black's eye. You know, like I guess he could make a case right. He did do some or, or Rey Mysterio's eye. You know, back yeah, then. True. That's true. But he did a lot of evil stuff, and uh, but the, the singing. I can see if people can complain that he's when he was a heel originally, he was getting the crowd over doing his song and dance. Yeah. Um, he was acting like a face. It was kind of like even though he was a heel, but I think he's fully embraced the face now. Obviously, and the crowd freaking loves him, and uh, he's on top of the world right now. I mean, and he's sung too, man. It's just you wanted like go, uh, 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 and him just singing he- away. How can you hate somebody that that's such such a good worker too? You know, like he's yeah, no, like, he's earned it, bro. He's earned it. That's true, man. I think I, I don't understand why he's got a lot of haters, man. I mean, he really does. He's got a lot of you either love him or, or hate him. There's kind of no in between with Seth Rollins. I think because he's a uh, a company guy, this big time company guy, and uh, the, like what was the last summer when he wasn't afraid to treat tweet his uh his thoughts. Opinions? Right yeah, opinions, and I think he like he lost a lot of like the uh, internet fans that way. Oh. He definitely took him as too big of a company guy. He's not hardcore enough for the Mark Tads out there. Kind of like uh, I love this guy too, but Booker T is a big company guy. You never see him go against. Ooh, the one of the biggest, bro. I love. He's him, a full shield, bro. That'd be shield to the core, which is nothing wrong with that. And I love Booker, man. But yeah, man, yeah. let's be honest, dude. Yeah, so like I think Seth came off that way, and then like he also he argues with some New Japan guys too, like Will Ospreay, you know. So like that that turns like a lot of the big internet wrestling community against you right there. <laughs> that would be a great match, also though, Seth Rollins and uh, Will Ospreay. I mean, let's be honest, it would be a Mark Tut's wet dream to have Kenny versus Seth versus Osprey versus AJ Styles in a four-way dance Dude. for your Mark Todd World Championship. I would love it if uh, Osprey was in WWE for a little bit. Just if he could slow down a tad and breathe a little bit, he'd be the best. He has. He has slowed down a lot compared to back in the day. But yeah, Even, more. I know what you're saying. Even in the Forbidden Door matches too, it was like... Move, he goes 100 move. miles an hour. It's yeah. true. Yeah. He's got to like he's got to work on his. T- I I mean that's a lot of people think he's the best in the world. I think he could be if he would just oh. slow down and work the crowd a little better. He's not the best in the world, but he's definitely got a bright future. And I do think, I mean, like I said, man, New Japan's got a very underrated roster, man. Like a lot of people will say MJF's the best under thirty star right now, right? I mean, you can make an argument to say even theory. Theory's right up there to you know in the discussion, but people also sleep on Jay White in my opinion though, man. He's also not even thirty yet, and oh I personally think he's one of the best ones out there under thirty, man. On American television, he already bombed. He bombed an Impact, and he bombed on. But I don't Wade. think it's his fault though. That's the thing. It's the way he was booked and perceived in AEW that done him wrong because oh. they expect you to know him already. Yeah, but I agree with you that he potentially could be there, but you can't rate him better than MJF in theory right now after he just had two big bombs, you know? He could recover. I'm not saying that, but I think on the mic, he's very good. 
He is, but he also can curse a lot. He has more freedom. He and does. He does curse a lot. I don't know man. how he'd have to change that even on AEW. A lot. He curses a lot, man. It's, it's an F-bomb every second word, pretty much. Mm. But, um, and yeah, that's true. But he's kind of good. He reminds me like a young Randy Orton a little bit, but more of an entitled type of guy, though. I like his Switchblade character also. I love his character. He's definitely got potential. Uh, he's just uh, he's just he's in the American crowd. He was tra- he's been trending down when he was up two years ago. You know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we they he needs to be introduced in a better way to the to the American audience. But yeah, I know what you're saying. You're right. But um, let's get back though to AEW and our next matchup. Though, are you excited for this one? Because I know I'm not. It is Kip Sabian versus Ativa. Who the fuck is Ativa? <laughs> I know who he is. <laughs> well, anyway, it was the job of some of some sort, probably from the local area in Colorado, as Sabian or Sabian ended up defeating Ativa, and uh, yeah, big with deal. I don't even know why they even pushing this guy he's i don't even know what the hell keep sabian is yeah why is he uh, he getting such a big push out of nowhere too like it's pretty uh random Uh, personally i think he was much better off with the boxer over his head (laughs) i wouldn't just say i'm seriously was way more compelling with that box um i don't get his character right now but he (laughs) seems like he's buying into it so he's he's he, he, he he bought into it so um I think what is he? What he was doing. Like, I don't know what he is. Like, I don't understand who he is, what he is. He hasn't explained who he is or what he is. He comes off like, um, what was that circus group in TNA? Circus group in Crazy TNA. Crazy Steve or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Vince, wasn't Vincent part of that too at one stage? Maybe at one point. Abyss even was for it. Wasn't it no, what was Abyss in? What was the type that... The, with uh, Daphne and Abyss and Crazy uh, Steve. That was before. That was before. That was before. Long yeah. before. Yeah. I forgot what it's called, but I remember what you're talking about. I mean, wouldn't it be cool to see Abyss in the Royal Rumble? Oh, uh, like, love... he's on the, the roster. I know. That's why, that's why I mentioned it. Wouldn't it be awesome to have yeah. a freaking program with Abyss and say... I don't know. He could be... He'd be a great character right now to have in Judgment Day. But as a beast on a leash, I wish, man. I think he's too old, but at least I know he's beat up. He's beat up too, man. He's been in some violent matches over the years. I mean, his bump card was had expired years ago, bro. That's how much he used to put his body on the line. But imagine him not talking, not even saying a word, pulling out his hair like Mick Foley used to do as mankind and shit. But him chained up on a leash with a chain, part of Judgment Day. Like as they're just big bad beasts. Dude, I freaking love it. It'd be awesome. And even he's just if, like, ah, you know. Even if Bray Wyatt brought him in as like a, his beast too, you know, it would. It, you know, oh, even Cross, that, dude. Or Carrie Cross or something. Yeah, there's a lot of dark characters you could work for. But you need to have his original like theme, like the TNA oh, theme. Yeah. And then because it reminds me of like a crazy motherfucker playing the violin or the piano. With flames just everywhere, like yeah. do, 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 do. <laughs> you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah, that was pretty badass back in the day. And Abyss was very underrated, man. 
He was. I wish he had the courage. I mean, maybe not the courage. He, he didn't have so much loyalty to TNA. Actually, you're right. Speaking of courage, apparently he he choked. He was going to. He did sign apparently. Yeah, and he was going to his pants. He was going to fight the Undertaker. And the pressure got to him so much that he basically shit himself and had cold feet and just couldn't do it because he felt like it was he was wasn't good enough or too much responsibility for such a big company, which is such a shame. How do you? Do that, man. How do you cost himself millions and millions of dollars? I think too. You won few with the Undertaker at WrestleMania. You're even if you lose, Undertaker will carry you to an awesome match. Yeah, apparently he shit himself. Technically, that's the word on the street, man. Like he literally got cold feet and couldn't sort of. Uh... Wow, how do you fuck that? Damn yeah. it! Any random person that watched TNA, they still talk about Abyss, even if they're not like hardcore wrestling fans like that guy why is he not in wwe you know why is he not feuding with kane right now why is he not man uh, I, and i know people will say he was just a mankind slash kane ripoff yeah but you know what he he mixed them together and it became yeah. something else and it was him it was uniquely him and i loved it man yeah, yeah it was he took a lot from kane and mankind but he turned it into his own thing and it worked like I loved it when he cried like his little child still too, man. Yeah, you know? I I, keep, I used to call him a uh, king kind. Like it's funny you said that. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's true, man. Like yeah, he but he played it so well, very underrated. And unfortunately, I don't know if you can say he was ever a mainstream wrestler. He really wasn't. Yeah, but then again, at that time though, TNA were averaging in the twos. That's two million folks. Yeah, TNA Impact Wrestling. Think they were hot. That. They were hot for a while, I, dude. I, I love James Storm and Bobby Roode back then. Beer money, absolutely. Inc. Beer money, yeah. Inc. Absolutely. Beer yeah, they money. <laughs> yep, I love them. No, for she sure. Man. was awesome too at the end. Oh, Kurt Angle and Sting were like great feuds back then too. Dude, when Kurt uh, Angle jumped ship from WWE to TNA, like that, that that was a big deal at the time. And then when he headbutted Joe, dude, in the ring. Oh yeah. Dude, that was huge. Because even back then, I was a big Joe Mark. Like, and he was TNA World Heavyweight Champion. I'm talking about 2006. He beat he beat Kurt Angle, right? For it. he did. No, 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 no. He was already uh, champion. He beat AJ. Chicago he beat AJ, I think. Beat AJ. He was already champ. And when Kurt Angle debuted in TNA, Samoa Joe at that time was actually the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. But it was such, and you know what? That was their biggest buy rate. They got over like 350 thousand buys for that pay-per-view dude between joe and angle i was even buying the pay-per-views back then same year dude i, I used to buy all the tna pay-per-views yeah, and rvd and Jeff went there eventually too yeah dude from i even collected the, i've got so many original tna dvds that i've got all you know here like i used to collect them man i i was a big aj mark from day one dude even mm. I've always well, thought Styles was... until he came to WWE. Honestly, but I actually I liked him a little bit in New Japan when he. He was awesome in New Japan, dude. New Japan turned him into what we have now. I think if it wasn't for New Japan, even though in TNA, he was kind of getting to that point too, towards the end. Yeah, but, but he had that stigma of being like the pretty boy, country boy, you know, the short. Yeah, hair, but he was but... growing out his hair. The, he was actually slowly transitioning to the current look in TNA towards at the end of his run. Yeah. But he, the way his run ended was pretty shocking in 
just pathetic. But anyway, let's get back to Rampage yeah, though. Because we go from ridiculous to silly because we got Preston Vance has a new name. And do you know what that new name is actually, Kev? Pele Grosso Perro or something like that? <laughs> Perro Peligroso, which stands for Dangerous Dog. Dangerous Dog, okay. To me, it sounds like Dog Dangerous. If you say Perro Peligroso. What's with AEW stealing Spanish names and giving it to like white people and stuff? <laughs> That's so fucking pathetic, dude. Spanish and now they they ripped off the SAT and gave it to freaking like, uh, <laughs> like they ripped that off and now Perro Peligroso like. It sounds like it. that sounds a lot like uh, Grande Pussy Grande. It does sound like Gato Pussy Grande. <laughs> Gato Pussy Grande. <laughs> it's weird, dude. It really does sound like could Perro and Gato. End up having a dream matchup, dog versus cat. Good. Good. Oh, interesting. Well, this perro in Preston Vance is, uh, first of all, he can't talk for shit. Don't ever get him talking ever again. And uh, kiss your career goodbye, Preston. Because uh, you're a white dude going by the name of Perro Peligroso. Yes, I said that. Perro Peligroso which means in Spanish, dangerous dog. Yeah, I don't even get the thought process behind that. Just because he's teaming uh, with, uh, you know. I wish I was a fly on the wall for whoever. I, I bet, not to knock Dean Malenko because he's suffering from Alzheimer's, but maybe that's a good reason why he shouldn't be an agent in AEW, just quietly, because I hope he wasn't the one that came up with Pero Peligroso, man. Sounds like some Jericho came up with. <laughs> Can you picture that? Yeah, yeah. I know what we could call you. Pero Belly Grosso. I was the lion heart. So you're the yeah. dangerous cat. They're dangerous dog. <laughs> I was the lion heart. But for some reason, lion heart sounds cool, man. And that's what the Japanese gave him. Yeah, and he had the long blonde hair. So he looked like a lion, too. Preston right, had like the stroke from the DC Comics mask, too. Like, I don't know. He could have done something with that Dude. nickname or something. He's big, but he looks like... He looks like just any dick off the street, dude. Well, then make Seriously. him a college dickhead then. Put a varsity... Make him like an Alex Riley character. Honestly, honestly, maybe pro wrestling isn't for him because let's be real. He sucks, dude. He was okay in the ring. As he nah. was like the Dark Water guy. Was... They'll never draw a dime, bro. Never. Let's be real. Not as Perro Peligroso, but... <laughs> yeah, Preston Vance. Perro Peligroso. Ah, <laughs> oh, EW, man. The the company that keeps on giving. Speaking of giving, though, we have John Moxley next, and he knew there would be a showdown against Hangman Adam Page as top guys in AEW. Mox knocked Hangman into another dimension to prove there is only one top guy as Moxley mocked the idea of Hangman held back by doctors. Mox has been hurt for 10 years. Get over it. Moxley will be waiting on January 11th if Hangman shows up for a fight. Well, Kev, is he showing up for a fight? I'm going to guess yes if I had put my money on it. Clearly. My whole paycheck on it, I'd say yes. For sure, 100%. Uh, we move from one promo to another promo as we get Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett will have a tag total bout against the acclaimed on Dynamite 
this coming week, Lethal is, is sick of waiting as Jarrett plans to end Max Custer's career after his harsh rap song. Any great, Kev? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, I'll be honest. I wouldn't mind if Jarrett and Lethal wanted the belt. <laughs> Same. And you know what else I realized, man? I was never the biggest Double J fan. But man, and he was never the best promo guy. But shit, he makes a lot of people bad. He makes a lot of people look bad in terms of promo because he's so natural at doing it that old school pro wrestling Dude, style. You know what I mean? He won me over even more so when he when he wrestled Flair again in that, that terrible uh, retirement match too. He carried that <laughs> being watchable. He did. Well, I'll say it once and I'll say it again. Ain't he great? He is. <laughs> J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-D. That's Jeff Jarrett. Slap nuts. Check on that. Just Being saying. with my baby tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Don't get started with that. What's your, boldest What's your boldest rush wrestling prediction for 2023, Facebook user? Wants boldest? To That's what Facebook Oh, really? Is. Your boldest wrestling prediction for 2023. Wow. Well, we are going to do a prediction show me and jeff for 2023 so look out for that that's a tough question man you put me on the spot um about to say a tough the boldest wrestling prediction for 2023 fuck um i want to dare say kenny jumping over to wwe nice possibly possibly but i'm not sure if it will happen but if I had to be bold and, but the real bold one, and it's and this is very fantasy right now, is for WWE to work with every company and somehow, I'd love to see a G1 Supercard with those three companies. I know it's 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 a work, but they make it like a shoot though that tournament, man. If you had the best WWE guys against the best New Japan guys and AEW guys in one tournament in the G1 climax. Damn man, that'd be awesome. I don't know, yeah. man. That that would be awesome. They me. don't allow it to happen if they win. That they don't want to That's the problem. How do you book? You know what I mean? Like this. I mean, Seth it just doesn't it. work. Seth's gotta win it. You know what? I can see everyone agreeing to that though, because it would make sense. Can you picture that? And all the Japanese fans going, oh, <laughs> and he'd go ha ha Japan <laughs> it's the only possibility for it you'd be like Konnichiwa Japan <laughs> I mean that Shinsuke I mean, would, you let, would they let Shinsuke win it or is he too tarnished I don't think he's tarnished in Japan man after uh, a few days ago he's still special when he's motivated man absolutely he's on autopilot right now in WWE he's just doing his thing like like yeah it's weird it's i don't think like he he loves wb he doesn't want to leave wb believe it or not no he loves it he loves it <laughs> surfing in california or wherever he lives he loves it there. that's true and that's the first thing he did when he came here too he was surfing funny enough he loves surfing if anyone doesn't know that's his favorite pastime he's surfing so he looks forward to going overseas to where there's good beaches so he can surf and as everyone knows the U.S. and Australia are known for for being very surfy. Like we've got a lot of surf beaches between the two of us. But anyway, 
Um, let's get back to Rampage though, because next Kev is oh, and before I do talk about that match, you know what I was waiting for, honestly, for Jarrett and Jay uh, Jay Lethal to sing a remix of Rappy's Crap, dude. Tell me that wouldn't go perfectly against the acclaimed right now. And you said perfectly because Mr. Perfect was uh, one of the members. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Wink, wink. Yeah. Tell me that wouldn't be the best thing right now. Be awesome. Rap is crap. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It just depends. <laughs> Does like WWE own the rights to it? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. No, but that's good. why I do a remix though. Like, just oh, yeah. you can, Like, whereas Jared and uh, Lethal singing it, I could see him both pulling it off. Even Lethal, he'd be great. Just please don't do a rap, uh, Jared, Jeff Jarrett. I know, like, even Kurt Angle oh, did a rap against, like, Xena and stuff, and, and Big Show did. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> It'd be funny, though. But you don't you don't do it live. Like, you need to do, like, a vignette, like a little clip of a song where it's going to sound cheesy as fuck. Like, you're like, my name is Jeff, and they call me Jarrett. I'm Double J, and then I'm great. Yeah. That'd be funny if they, par- if they parodied 8 Mile, and you have, like, Jared holding the thing uh, up. Where's my snare? Where's my shit? <laughs> and call him B Jarrett. Yeah. J Rabbit. <laughs> J Rabbit. True. Uh, double J. Yeah, or Double J, J Rabbit. Yeah, Double J, J Rabbit. <laughs> double J Rabbit. Oh, shit. That would be good. And he'd be like, chuck on that slap nut <laughs> at the end. What's their chassis sure. name? Double J and J? <laughs> double J and J just not the security <laughs> I mean yeah I mean why not fucking lethal slap nuts just call them double J Jeff and J <laughs> oh double J cause they're great ain't they great I mean ain't Jeff Jarrett great I mean that's J E double F J A double R E double T for that matter baby tonight <laughs> Oh, my baby tonight. Yeah. Well, speaking of yeah, we've got a TBS championship next between Jade Cargill, your champion, versus a former baddie in Kiera Hogan. This match pissed me off, dude. Why? Why? What pissed you off about it? First of all, we all knew Kiera Hogan had no fucking chance against Jade Cargill, but they had to make it a competitive match. Why? For nothing. Because at the end of the day, why make it competitive if you're going to go nowhere with Layla Gray? Um, I mean, not Layla Gray, sorry, Kiera Hogan. Kiera Hogan was very, very good in Impact. Um, and this she is the was. Best, this is the best, the first time she actually looked good, I think, in AEW. Right. So that's why I didn't mind it. Um, but, but what was the point of doing this? Because they're going to go nowhere with her anyway. And that's what I mean. It's a wasted opportunity. Um. Well, Jade should be killing people like Goldberg anyway. Every person, right? You know, but uh, I think they need like a. Uh, th- th- it sucks that the TBS title, their Intercontinental title, is like a world title because Jade's that dominant. They need like right. a tag team belt or something for these women. But you know, because they will, they will. You know, AW and fucking belts, Kev. Come on, man. Could have helped a lot of people get over. You could have TJ already been tag champs. You know, like. Oh, God. Thunder Storm could have been tag champs. What's that Maria the Wave Championship that's rolling around as well? I mean, I don't want to get into that. It might not happen overnight, but it you know it will happen because maybe it's Maybelline. That's what it sounds like. Maria the Wave Championship. What the fuck? 
it's weird but yeah don't don't be careful what you ask for because you might just get that i yeah, want it i want it that's the one that <laughs> i want fuck bring every belt possible for get rid of the trios get the women's tag uh, they're trying to get those trios totals over but remember we've also got the ring of honor six man championships yeah i would have kept that one and not had the double one and just had that go on both shows but i think oh, well, the trios well, division killed the tag team division i think it killed it off it has a little bit hasn't it mm-hmm. you're right see it's what i mean they're idiots yeah and you know why because they're booking the trios matches practically as main events. Yep. That's the problem, man. Had uh, had the acclaimed run through the, the Young Bucks, I know they beat him in a triple threat thing, run through Swerve and Glory, run through Santana and, and Kingston, run through like everybody, that that the spell would be mean a lot more. You know? I agree, but this is AEW we're talking about and TK. Tony Khan man. Tag team was on top of the world two years ago, man. That we thought this is gonna bring it back, bring tag team wrestling back. Well, instead we bring in Coca back with TK. That's what we're bringing. But anyway, like I was saying, this was a competitive match. We had a quite a bit of outside interference, especially via Red Velvet, who seems to also be a bad baddie. And it seems like Jake Hargill can't get her shit together with her group. But anyway, it doesn't matter because Jake Cargill still ends up defeating Kiera Hogan to retain her TBS championship. And funny enough, it's not called the TBS Women's Championship. It's just called the TBS Championship. Do you think possibly it could become a male title down the road? Um, I mean, it could. I don't think it will. Um, I don't see the purpose of that. They definitely, like you were saying, they have too many belts. I don't see how what, what kind of belt it would be for the men's. You already have the TNT and the TBS and the All-Atlantic. Like, like, <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be an All-Pacific. There'll be an All-Indian. There'll be an All-Black Sea. Yeah. Trust me. A little too much. I th- but uh, I think when uh, when Thunder Rosa got hurt, they should have just had the TBS combined with that belt. Thunder who? She's done and dusted, man. She's no, gone for me. No, when she had sure. to give up the, the t- when she had to give up the world title. I think they should right. have combined the TBS and the women's championship then. They do feel different and they feel like different women actually go for those belts. You never see your Britt Bakers or your Jamie Haters, you know, going for the TBS women's championship. Yeah, it feels like an intercontinental belt, but it's the most dominant performer on the whole roster, male or female. And she's, and she's gotten it over, man. Yep. She's a Absolutely. star. For sure for sure anyway we move on though because we get Jamie Hayter and Hikaru Shida beating the piss out of each other as Hayter is using that war to set the tone for a matches going forward as for Soraya's partner on January 11 Hayter doesn't care she's confident that she will prevail alongside Dr. Britt Baker DMD as Mark Sterling decided that Brian Danielson reached the limit of meddling with his friend MJF and Tony Nese stepped up as an opponent for Danielson next week. I don't give a shit, but why, oh why, is Mark Sterling now, like associated with MJF, just out of nowhere? What's going on there? What smart Mark brought back Sterling? 
I don't know. I don't think Sterling brings has brought everyone down he's been in contact with, unfortunately. But but when do they come up with these shit? Like suddenly you let's just throw him with MJF for no reason. Like no I don't acknowledgement. Know. Do, do we miss something? Is there like something on YouTube we miss on dark? I don't Pro- know. Probably. It's clearly it was dark when we were watching it because I couldn't see it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I wish there was a uh, reason. MJF is just hire. Well, I don't know why he would hire Mark Sterling of all people, too. Yeah, true. And are you excited for Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida? Um, I, I knew it'd be a good match, and because Jamie Hayter's bringing her A game right now, she's killing it. Uh, but you just know who's gonna win. So I, I mean, I was ex- I was actually excited for it, but but yeah, it's 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 AW. Well, we move on to the main event though. Um. Kev, because Mark Henry is interviewing the main event participants as John Moxley spoke about Willie Yuta having no fear in his head. The Blackpool Combat Club trains to destroy. Mox threw in a line about Killshot being his favorite wrestler for a few years. I did like which that. Which pretty cool. That was cool. And if for anyone that didn't understand what he meant, that was Swerve Strickland's gimmick back in the day in Lucha Underground. And it was quite a cool freaking gimmick, man. I I loved Killshot. He used to wear a mask as well. He was kind of like a superhero character. I mean, but it worked. Yeah, he was awesome. Most of the guys in Lucha Underground were awesome. For sure. Absolutely. And there was a lot of stars there. Like, now that you think about it, Penta was the best, though. Yeah. In uh, Lucha Underground. He was just breaking arms. That was awesome. He was violent, just crazy. Especially the feud that he had with Vampiro as well. Yeah. That was a bloodbath, man. But uh, yeah, man. Jeez, I wish that Brian was Brian Cage was awesome over there, even. Brian was. Cage is a freaking animal. Heck, even Luchasaurus yeah. was much better there. Then uh, Ricochet, Prince Puma. Prince was Puma. I'd rather in Prince Puma any day over the Ricochet. They're finally booking him good, though. <sighs> Not shit enough. They should be booking him like shit. Nah, I'm joking. He's all right. You'll never be a huge star, though, man. You'll just be another Evan Bourne, Kev. Yeah, they're trying. At least they're trying. They're putting in the effort. At least give him the chance. He's got to he fight. He flies. He flies. He's Evan Bourne. <laughs> it's, what happened to Evan Bourne? What happened to him? Good Matt question. Sidell. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt Sidell, I don't know. Maybe he's smiling away from AEW now. Yeah, maybe. He smiles too much, man. It, it used to stress me out. Like, seriously, stop smiling, dude. It's not it's always the, uh, happy. Jeez. It's the, it's the weed, man. Oh, yeah, he does smoke weed. That's true. Well, anyway, um, after that, Swerve strictly ends up cutting off Moxley as Swerve proved in 2022 that he was the best acquisition of the year. And in 2023, he'll prove he's the most violent Yuta then wanted to handle this fight alone and requested that the BCC stay in the back. And enough talk, which I agree, Henry closed with, it's time for the main event. Yeah, You know, big, you know I'm not a fan of Yuta, uh, but um, I love Yuta. Swerve. I love Swerve, though. I love Swerve, man. Whose house? Yeah, I said Swerve's house. But unfortunately for him, he's paired up with two romper stomper skinhead I don't, get him. I, don't, yeah, I don't get the mogul affiliates. I don't uh, I don't get it. Yeah, his gimmick as a mogul 
He's supposed to be like a Suge Knight character that owns a record label. I'm not kidding, right? Clearly, uh, he's a mogul by hiring some two green white guy, racist looking, Ku Klux Klan looking, Brock Lesnar, not quite the wannabe. I don't know what the hell he is. I guess and they some... serves that good. They're hoping he can get him over, like you know, like he did for Hit Row. They're hoping he can do and the same thing. No, it ain't gonna hit, bro. I'm just saying. But who anyway, do think, who do you think's better, the Mogo affiliates or Top Dollar and the Ashanti? <sighs> Ask me that question in about two weeks because I need to give them the benefit of the doubt first and see what they come up with with Swerve and Parker Bordeaux. And the mystery tattooed man. Goatsman. Goatsman. Granny right. Goatsman. The Goatsman. Not the goat. The Goatsman. Anyway, um, but like I was saying, we're ringside as mogul affiliates. Uh, just chilling. Technical resting early with Yuta gaining the edge as Swerve's powers caused a distraction for the mogul to take control. Swerve then targeted the knee and lower back as Yuta rallied with a flying elbow strike and a German souple, but he was too slow to capitalize on momentum due to the knee pain as Swerve went back to work, focusing on the leg. Yuta fought through the pain for a rally. He charged into the corner but stopped short when his knee buckled. Swerve then attacked the injured joint once again. Swerve climbed the corner and Yuta surprised him with a suplex, or superplex, should I say, as Yuta landed hammering elbows on the mat to set up the seatbelt pin. Swerve then escaped with a drop kick to knock Yuta silly. When Swerve went for the JML driver, Yuta then delivered a back elbow to get free. The natural motion of Swerve falling backward caused him to collide with the referee unintentionally as Swerve recognized the window of opportunity and kicked Yuta in the groin as the JML driver sealed the deal for the 1-2-3. Swerve gets the win. In a pretty decent match, because I felt like Swerve, he, he he carried this match, man, and he played the veteran. Like, you know, he slowed down the match when it needed to be slowed down. He grounded Yuta. You can see the IQ, the wrestling IQ in Swerve compared to Yuta is night and day, in my opinion, dude. Absolutely. Swerve's, he might be the best signing of the of the uh, last year for uh, AEW. He's, he's, he's so slick, dude. He makes things effortless. He's just so cool, too. Isn't he just cool? He swerved, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely even, cool. Even the mogul guys with him, too, can't bring him down. He's still cool. You know, he's awesome. He swerved. He's a man. Thank I like his, his crazy laugh, too, dude, because he kind of sounds like he's nuts. Like, when he laughs, like he's a like a psycho, man. Like, <laughs> I can't even do it. I always sound like Seth Rollins now, yeah, damn it. <laughs> he, knows his, he knows his character he knows how to work he's got psychology he's awesome he's awesome yeah he, i think he's very underrated as weird as that sounds too man i, I don't think he gets well it's because of the booking like they were going back and forth with him and keith lee are they gonna right. break up are they together now they got the mogul affiliates are like why or like if you're scratching your head why so it's a booking that's why yeah that's true man um but yeah like i was saying that was that we get the win we swerve I don't know where we're going with this but we'll see ask me that question again in, in a couple of weeks and I'll give you an answer on that one Kev 
but uh yeah man i think that i think that covers it bro i think we spoke about enough AEW for the for the evening man but before we do go tell them where they can find you bro cool. oh um real quick we are i am excited for the new uh setup wednesday night too I know oh yes i've been down on AEW a little bit but i'm ready for the new startup let's give this little change in the booking and stuff too i'm very very excited for tomorrow night absolutely cool. absolutely it is tomorrow night, isn't it? Shit. Yeah, tomorrow night. There, there's quite a bit going on too, as a matter of fact, Kev. Um, I just wanted to show you something. Um, I'll give you a moment. But uh, yeah, look, there's a little preview for Dynamite tomorrow night. And yeah, we are getting the new look. And well, I don't know, what do you think of it actually, Kev, as I get it up on the page? Not sold on the new look. Um, I gotta see it in action though. Do you think it needed a fresh up? I think it did need a fresh up. Three years in one look. I, I would have changed the theme song too, actually. But yeah, I, I don't mind it, but I agree, one hundred percent. And I mean, we've got we've got some big matchups though on Dynamite tomorrow, and nothing <laughs> smells bigger or bigger. Then Jericho vs Ricky Starks for the first time ever, apparently. It's going to be a good match. Who's winning this? Surely Starks, right? I said Jericho. We got rid of the opposite here. I'm going to stay Starks. Oh. Yeah, Starks. Nah. Yeah, maybe Jericho. He can't lose again, surely. But then um, again. Unless Action. Uh, what's his name? Action. What's his name? Come Andretti. Yeah, Action Andretti. Because. I'm gonna make uh, Jericho lose. Ugh. Enough of this kid already, man. You gonna he, he, he reminds me of Lenny Lane back in WCW. He was a poor man's Chris Jericho. I think his hair reminds me of uh, Osprey's hair. Huh. Well, we've also got Swerve Strickland versus AR Fox with his two henchmen, whatever they are. Swerve's definitely going to win, and it's going to be a fire match, no doubt about it. But um, AR Fox, man, what what do they see in this guy? He's just a good uh, indie worker. Um, to give him a chance, I guess you know. And speaking of big, and why is this thing even happening? Nothing screams big than Brian Danielson versus Tony Nice. Dude, I love why? Tony. Nese. I'm excited for this match. Dude, his abs have got more charisma than him. Nice. Straight up. But in saying him, that... You gotta let him talk more. Get rid of Mark, you know? Let him give him a personality. Oh, man. Yeah, well, he tries. But I, I don't even know if AEW knows what he is and who he is. Um, but we also... And this is second, the second last thing. We're also going to get Jay Cargill and Red Velvet, who, mind you, are not getting along, versus Kiera Hogan... And Sky Blue in a Bloods versus Crips match. <laughs> Who you got? The Bloods or the Crips? <laughs> so whoop! That's <laughs> got James gotta win. Like I, I mean, they don't push. I don't think they want to push Kira or Sky Blue. You know, Sky Blue's. I love both. I love both of them, but they don't seem like they've been intending on pushing them at all. I'm gonna give a bold prediction. A bold prediction and say that the Crips will end up cripping the Pyrus. On Dynamite so you think tomorrow. That, uh, you think it's going to lead to a Red Velvet versus Kira Hogan feud, I guess? No, I think it's going to be a Red Velvet and Kira Hogan 
combining. Ah, okay. That's what I think. For, for why? Fuck Divino, Kev. Fuck Divino. Well, straight up, I, I don't know. But last, but not least, we've got one more thing before we take off, and that is, we're gonna hear from the AEW World Champion himself, in Maxwell Jacob Freeman, and apparently. I don't know why this, this is the stipulation. He's contractually obligated to appear live in Seattle. Why? I don't know. It's your job. Aren't we all contractually <laughs> obligated to be in <laughs> well, Why did they even add that shit for? Like, I don't even understand. Yeah, no even... call, no show. He was fired. Crap. God damn. Well, anyway, that was your AEW Dynamite preview. Your all new AEW Dynamite preview right here on Rampage Uncaged on channelattitude.com via Hamin Media Group. In saying that, Kev, tell them where they can find you, my friend. Go on YouTube and follow Dollar Club Wrestling. Hit that subscribe button. Do it now, you jabronis. On TikTok, Dollar Club 24-7. Twitter, Dollar Club 24-7. Instagram, Dollar Club Wrestling. Nice. Very nice. Well, if you want to follow me, you can at DJ Mass Effects on Twitter and also at the PWC Network on Twitter. Please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com via HMG. And also like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com and everywhere else that we're affiliated with. And oh yeah, if you want our, speaking of affiliates, Kev, if you want to listen to all our affiliate shows, you can at hamidmediagroup.podbean.com where you can find all our affiliate shows. And in saying that, Kev, I think it's a wrap. I'm Jimmy T. That's Uncle Slam, the man, Kevin Panetta. And you've been listening and watching the HMG Rampage Uncaged right here on channelattitude.com. And we're out. See yous. Ha. What's good, my boy? Mr. 305. Yes, sir. Wade County. 16 years later. We done made history. Blue rings on our fingers. Pockets getting fatter. Uh. Nigga, we getting greater. I'm the son of a saint. Still considered a sinner. Three rings on his finger. Yeah, that boy was a winner. Never known as a singer. But this might be a single. Always bet on your homies. Then go battle casino. Ball is my passion. Check the stats that they ask. Shorty checking my page. She followed my fashion. My life is a film. And Gab's the lead, she's so precious to me As the edit I breathe, time to fuel up the jet D-Way jersey to drip, Lamborghinis to match Got three G's on the strip, these haters beneath us As I'm lacing my sneakers, season 16 Lamborghinis and memes I'm shooting my shot, every car that I cop, every record I break, every rock in my watch, every step that I take, still won't stop no mistakes, I'm talking major league, never minimum wage, so proud to be niggas, the descent of a slave, motorcade, several mistakes, so get out my way, tangerines, still in my slippers, still twisting up dang, shed a tear for all my homies, black boy in the gates, let's find a masseuse, then inspire the youth, if it's best for the hood, then let's call it a truce. My chains get tangled. These niggas be hateful. My mama's still praying, so really I'm grateful. Yeah. <laughs>
You can smell the relish, they try to give me hell, I bet I get to heaven I stay away from 12, I'm such a gifted felon I'm seated on the floor, she can see the loafers Showing love to the season ticket holders Showing love to the season ticket holders Showing love to the season ticket holders We do this for the city, you uh, The whole city I'm still here, looking through the window, watching the days go by, watching the sunrise. Why don't you try? I'm still here, looking through the window, watching the days go by, watching the sunrise. Why don't you try? Yeah, it's great, baby. I know I South Beach until I got an NBA. I just want you to know that, my boy. And listen, we put on for the city. 16 years, five finals, three rings. We put those trophies over our head. We put on for the... Man, let me calm down, man, Fark. Don't calm I'll say down. Something right up right my nigga, right I'll out. say something up in this booth, man. You with the motherfucking Mr. 305, nigga. Do what you do. Nigga, I got my own county. Listen, the love in this city has been crazy, man. I appreciate it, dog. Thanks for giving my own county. I told these niggas, man, you got the beach. I got across that bridge. Niggas <laughs> can't play with us, man. I can't do nothing right here, bro. Hey, Ross. Man, they nothing but love, baby. Big homie, you know what it is. Always. Still with the shits. Three rings later, though. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO!